welcome back. All right. Um, welcome back, everybody. We're here with uh, Chelsea Christopher. Is that, is that a correct pronunciation? That is correct. Thank you. Okay, cool. And William Sanders. Is that also a correct pronunciation? That is, that is great. Okay, excellent. And together, combined, they are uh, actors, directors, musicians, um, and talents abound over here. <laughs> and they run and they run hot dog selectuals. Well, right? <gasps> yeah. Let's let's start let's start there. Where did this Instagram yes. account come about? <laughs> we have we have no idea. Um, <laughs> whoever whoever is currently running it just yes. really inspired us. <laughs> Who, what, okay. it, what is it about? Oh. This? Yeah, <laughs> we have no idea what it's about. Like it's That's... like it's like I don't know, like frankfurters and chakras. I don't know. I don't know what cool. people are, like thinking. Like, but well, you're but you guys are connected to it. Do what? But you guys are connected to it. I mean, I, I don't. Are you not allowed to say? <laughs> you know they're like they're really specific you know and they have tons of clout do they have tons do they have t i don't i don't know um I, I think they do the important thing is that they don't use the tremendous amount of clout they have against us <laughs> that's that's gotcha. what's important yes. we don't want to step yes. on their toes yes. yeah, you know? yeah yeah of course okay. we don't want to like say something on the air that that that, that would you know well, I thought it was uh, related to your film because I just watched the short film with the hot dogs at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were, the, the, the film was very much inspired, very by, much inspired the by the meme page that we definitely do not run. Okay. 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 Thank God we're well, putting that out there now. I just assumed that yeah. that was the truth. We're we're getting we're getting somewhere. I'm known <laughs> I'm known for just like spouting off at my at the mouth sometimes. I'm no, sorry. no, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, what what is it about the specter of the hot dog? I was watching this uh film and I was like, wow, the nature, the uh, mm -hmm. sparkling river, the stream, the leaves, um, the outdoors, the fall, um, and then you're eating the, these hot dogs at the end. Yeah, it's very um. It's very interesting. <laughs> what was your feeling? Mm, well, I don't know. I was kind of, I was very influenced by the phone call at the end that, well, first I was yes. very influenced by the hot dog eating at the end. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it reminded me of the hot the person and the hot dog at the beginning that comes out of the subway station. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, hmm. And I was thinking, I was thinking about all of these things that come to mind when I think about hot dogs. Um, what? And like, well, the first thing I saw was like, oh, there's ketchup on this hot dog. Like, that's really not the way a hot dog is really supposed to be eaten. You and your um, Chicago dogs. This yeah. is where is the where's the relish? Where's the onions? Where's the, but then I was like, but I but I was really um, intrigued by the phone call, like you had at the end about like, oh, something is wrong. I was thinking about actually who was on the other end of the phone call at the end of the film. Like, who is this person talking to? Because they're talking about maybe some kind of diagnosis mm -hmm. or mental yeah. affliction of some kind. Um, and then you were saying your stomach hurt. And I was like, yeah, that's so true. Like, my stomach always hurts if I eat two, uh, two hot dogs. Um, and then I was when I was thinking. Yeah, like, I went for the second one. I knew not to do it. <laughs> um, 
where did you eat the uh, both of the hot dogs in the I, on, okay on film day i ate six of those horrible things um <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I wrapped them in aluminum foil the night before. And if you, if it gives you so any idea fun. of the quality of these <laughs> things, they were two dollars and fifty cents a piece <laughs> in like Prospect Park, right? So <laughs> if that gives you any idea, like how god awful they were. My my esophagus is yeah, just, like hurts. twinging. And what, it, yeah. Oh. Well, the film is titled There's Nothing Wrong With You, but he's getting this phone call that's telling him that there's something wrong with him, that he might, like, have bipolar disorder or anxiety, and... Right. I'm, I'm, right. Yeah, where 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 is it heading? Do you well, know? Well, so the... I mean, a little bit of background. The, 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 the character in the film um, has been with his therapist for two years, and uh, has never received any kind of diagnosis, right? And... Um, you know, like my my feeling in, in conceiving the story was um, everyone I know is in therapy, like including yes, me. I am and it's, <laughs> everyone's now, now yeah. we're at a point now where it's strange if you're not. Mm. I, I actually quit, like because it, it got too many. I get anal analysis paralysis. You can know, you like tell, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, this is great. Can you? Can you? Can, are you comfortable sharing? Yo, yes. So I mean, I've. Earlier in my like uh, teen years, I've had some like pretty good, just basic CBT therapists and like they mm -hmm. did their job. Okay. But yeah. for Rand and many different therapists, many different times in my life, but you know, overall, uh, the more I did it in my adult life, the more I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know all of this already. And then the more, uh, other like cheap, cheaper th therapists I saw, the more shittier they got and i had one therapist mm. that like I, I had one therapist where i was like oh i'm like i'm so busy i work a lot i'm having trouble eating um you know do i, I want to make a journal for something and it was just a random very common problem people have and she um said to me have do you have you looked up any recipes on the internet and i didn't really love that answer so i just quit therapy forever and like sworn off of it and um, the next like therapy oriented person I will see will probably be like some esoteric scam artist. And I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, stay, stay tuned because we're all about esoteric scam artists. <laughs> I, yeah. Esoteric scam artists. I feel so like I might be too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Rec I recently discovered that I like have attachment anxiety. <laughs> Okay, yeah, 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 which is yeah. like, which I think is like feeding into so much of my life, and like, which I, and I think I prefer the tar the term like, torch song homosexual. I think because it's like really like feeding into like my my relationships with yeah. other men a lot of jo the time. Josh is like a ballad song, like just a yes. Papa, can you hear me? Like always, that yeah. is the manifestation of that. The man so. I love will soon come yeah. along. Oh, it's be big and strong. Yeah. But no, I don't know. I've, I don't really, I don't know. I've have, I've sworn off like any kind of therapy until further notice. Really. I understand that completely. Yeah. What, what about you? Did, have you had the same experience? Well, that was, that was a, a big uh, inspiration for the film because um, at the time I, I had a therapist who, who I, I don't want to um, like, first of all, I don't want to badmouth therapy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm saying um, that it's a, uh, it's a, it's a, 
it's an oftentimes legitimate um, mm -hmm. therapeutic that's redundant uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know it's it's like you know people need it yes absolutely. get over um discrete things in their lives or mm -hmm. put their house in order or um or even if you know if there is like a pathology that needs to be dealt with you know they can they can mm -hmm. deal with it um but i you know i had like a life coach and a therapist mm. like shortly before the the filming of this movie my life coach was like you know do you really need this and wow. he, just, he just left it there he didn't he didn't give me advice one way or the other and i really started thinking about it. it's like you know do i need this like what is wrong with me that would propel me to to, to need this treatment because mm -hmm. right? it's theoretically treatment for a disease Mm -hmm. right and if and if i'm just not living well to what degree is that a disease mm -hmm. so what's wrong with me is it this is it this is it this or am mm -hmm. i just not or am i just not living well so you know we had like a really long discussion about this right yeah, yeah yeah and we were saying how also you know if it ends up just coming down to you're not living well then is that really a problem quote unquote a problem mm -hmm. that can be dealt with in therapy or is that more like a wisdom problem right Fine. like how like how can i live well like asking the context you have for yourself yeah. yeah answering yourself questions your own questions maybe asking yourself that, your own questions and that was, yeah. that was that was a really that was a really we we landed on that too yeah. and 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 that was that was really eye opening for us cuz it was like wait you know the whole idea behind like philosophy is to know thyself mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so that's like mm -hmm. that's actually my job Right. Or that's that's the job of anyone who, who goes on that journey. And, and mm -hmm. so um, do I, you think you're living like you're do you think you define living well as like knowing yourself and being in touch with yourself? Yeah, I do. Um, mm -hmm. And and like knowing myself is kind of a, um, it's it's maybe maybe a little vague, mm -hmm. uh, like a more specific way to put it would be like not not just knowing who i am but like knowing like how i work and being and yeah. being able mm -hmm. to ask myself questions and like whatever whatever instrument this is do i know how to play it well mm -hmm. mm. right, right. Yeah. you know and it's not just about keeping myself out of trouble it's it's about being able to like move forward well that yeah. is interesting how do you um work your instrument or like how do you work usually what uh, do you have any methods or <laughs> um yeah i think i think mm -hmm. you you, you kind of want to um kind of like develop a an embodied an embodied sense of um if you're being a bullshitter that might be <laughs> the first thing yes. like knowing yeah. when you're bullshitting and knowing when you're not bullshitting is, oh my god that is like my pet peeve my motto in life is don't let your mouth write a check your ass can't cash. Yeah, that's, and, that's the right there. That is my motto. And I always, because even I do this sometimes, and then I look back and I'm like, oh no, like I wrote a check and I can't cash it. And like, that makes me feel bad. Let me actually be impeccable with my word moving forward. Hey, four agreements. Well, yeah. exactly. Yes, the, I was just about to say that's one of the four agreements. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, cause you can tell now and like uh, me knowing this and like monitoring this in myself and other people now I'm like starting to get really, really good at being like, I can tell this people, 
this person is maybe half saying something or maybe they have like a principle that they're holding maybe themselves and others too. But I don't know if I can really tell if they're <laughs> able to, you know, hold up. I don't know. This is interesting because I, I think like, I think the word embodied is really important because mm -hmm. you really live in like a super conceptual place about all of this. Yeah. But I mm. really start to begin to instinctually, intuitively understand who and what you're dealing with when you like return to your body and get inside mm -hmm. yeah and really feel like the sensation of being you sure yeah mm -hmm. do you guys take naps ever or if not do you um meditate or like close your eyes <laughs> and stop you know this is something that's helped me yeah <laughs> I meditation is a big part of our lives yes as mm -hmm. is napping mm -hmm. yeah i take a nap probably almost every day probably oh gosh quiet time as often yeah. as possible yeah. like laying on the bed getting back into my body yeah. like 30 yeah you are but, and well we've talked with chelsea about dreams and you know recording dreams but do you also record your dreams and um i i i don't but you know i read that gq article about brad pitt and he got <laughs> you know sounds about right yeah <laughs> He's on to something for sure. Yeah, I think Brad Pitt's on to something. Yeah, absolutely. He's Wait, getting there. Well, what is the I didn't I I didn't see the Brad Pitt GQ article. What was it about? It's really good. It's just about his you know, his life and his I guess he's in his fifties now, is he not? I guess so. Yeah, and he's got his own production company and just like how he spends his day and and you know, what's his what's his life like, you know, now that he's like more of an single like host yes single mm -hmm. um, yeah a bachelor <laughs> yes <laughs> um Wait, so is he recording his dreams too yeah apparently he's got like a journal um by his bed that he wakes up and the first thing he does is write his dreams down mm -hmm. wow yeah. that's amazing um i wanted to ask you about your experience in clown school clown college yeah. um what what was your experience? What led you to, um, you know, study the great art of clowning? <laughs> hey, um, it might be a little long-winded. We've got go, time. go off, go <laughs> off. This is time. <laughs> so I, I, um, I, I had just gotten back into acting um, around the age of like twenty-four or twenty-five after being in like oil and gas for a pretty good amount of time. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, I just, I kind of noticed like, oh my God, I'm not in my body. Mm. Um, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, all of these like theater grads and I don't have, I don't have a theater degree um, or, or I didn't have any theater training at that time. Um, mm -hmm. And, and so like, all, you know, all these, all these guys have like physical, physical theater classes and, you, you know, like the sort of layman, um, rudimentary understanding I had of that well you know like like just equating physical theater with clown right mm -hmm. so um I just so happened to be uh at a clown class like about six weeks after I had that thought and um it was with a uh, an incredible man named uh, Jeff Johnson um in Houston where I'm from and do you know do you know Jeff do you know Jeff no Johnson? no well, but I was yeah. Jesse sent us a video of his performance. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was absolutely wonderful. I really liked watch. it. Yeah. It's <laughs> great, right? It's great. It's great. Um mm -hmm. and and he just he he just like touched something 
like really prime i just never experienced anything like that before mm -hmm. i got really excited and um so uh some friends and i got together and we started a, a kind of a, a collective if you like called uh fool foundry and um what we would do mm -hmm. is because houston didn't really have any um clowning presence but there were definitely like clowns in the atmosphere so we just got together and we would like bring in uh, people from out of town to run workshops for us. So we just kind of organized a little bit and, and I was able to do something close to clown school. And then I, wow. you know, different parts of the country and did workshops and that kind of thing. And um, That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, during that time, like, did clowning provide like sort of a conduit to connecting more with being an independent artist in any way? That's an, uh, that's a great question. Yeah. I, I think just as a matter of course, because you're, um, it, it puts, it puts you so much in touch with, you know, whatever yourself is mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like you, it's, it, it's, it's very hard to imitate another clown. Mm -hmm. Very, very yeah. difficult. Um, yeah. right. Because like they, I read an, a description of a clown from like, I think it's Christopher Bay's book discovering the clown where he says like a clown is someone who just like fell from the sky you know and mm -hmm. they're discovering the world for the very first time that's a really and good it's... yeah that's 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 mm -hmm. an important part of it um, and, and and exactly like you would not be able to like really mimic that mm -hmm. yeah no it has it has to come from yourself yeah mm -hmm. yeah. yeah the principle of like discovery mm -hmm. in a clowning context kind of takes you out of your own uh it, ways of like i'm just used to these like neuron uh neurons firing off in my head and understanding and identifying everything as i walk through my day and um i took a master class in clowning when i was in college and it was a lot of fun but it was also very difficult because you have to like act on impulse uh, exclusively almost um yeah. And it like it like brings you into a part of like your body and your place where you're only this holistically sensory based. Mm -hmm. um, that is very surprising, also like in those moments. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you get surprised, we get surprised. That's that's, yeah. that's like that's what I really like about it. Is... Yeah, and that's why it has the comedic element, and then it reminds you that oh yeah, things are funny mostly because it like shatters expectations and everybody has expectations about everything right, but right, when right. when you break them it is just funny yeah uh as a byproduct all every single time <laughs> um, chelsea do you clown i don't clown i have done a lot of movement classes so i do appreciate like it's mm -hmm. expression in this way but one thing he and i will and i often talk about is beginner's mind which is very similar to what you're talking about oh yeah maybe. sure mm -hmm. um and we often like discuss like is it is it better to operate from like just what's already there or to receive influence from something else what is the balance between yeah yeah well elaborate on that like what is is there like a delicate um place you have to be in between being influenced by someone else or be oh, influenced holistically yeah. only by yourself oh god we've been talking about this mm -hmm. like, <laughs> like at length like I'm, I'm getting to the point where like i don't i don't even want to watch other people's stuff 
I, mm. I, I know, it sounds, I know it sounds arrogant and mm. like rude and, and not social, like antisocial, but, but like, I, I, there, there is a kind of, I am afraid of being too influenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anxiety of influence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's interesting though. Cause we're both kind of on like two opposite sides on this map. Are you are we, yeah, we are <laughs> like, I, I, I feel like we both share the desire to like reach our purest unadulterated voice at all times unadulterated mm -hmm. good. yeah mm -hmm. but um i especially from uh, my whole background with like dream work and and things like that like i i i think like films are powerful because you can absorb an image and it sublimates in your body yeah. and comes back out as something only you could produce but mm -hmm. um like I, that's I feel like we're pulling from that all the time, like in the collective unconscious and in the symbolism we're surrounded by all the time. Mm -hmm. But I am mm -hmm. I, I do see where Will is coming from. Yeah. Well, and now that I'm thinking back to the film, I'm kind of seeing elements of clown in your performance. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. <laughs> well, because like um, because. I, I, I never took a clown class, but at my college clowning was like a very important part of, of study and, and uh, what? Where did you go? Where was your college? Uh, the, the University of Missouri, Kansas oh, City, shout cool. out. Hey. Um, <laughs> and um, uh, they, I would, there was always the, the moments in their clown presentations where they would act really sad, you know, and kind of like, mm -hmm. off, like off in the corner, you know, and yeah. that's kind of what your character does in the film i mean so um I'm yes kind of interested to see where that goes yes 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 um yeah that's that's so true i mean when i was little i was just um my, my mom is in the opera and uh mm. oh hell yeah my, my favorite stories growing up was was pagliaccio you know and he's just like sad clown archetype was with mm -hmm. me for a while yeah, 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 yeah. It's not functional for living, but it's it's no. artistic. It, it really puts you in in touch with um, sadness in a way where you think about sadness not as a concept, but uh, the actual essence of sadness, like the feeling, and it makes me sad. But Direct in a emotion, yeah. in a way that like reminds me, I have the ability to be sad. Like there's a capability. Right. Yeah, yeah, experiencing yeah. yeah part of that and if you're capable of being sad then you're also capable of being happy just yes yeah exactly yeah. but but i'm uh i'm on board with you like i maybe it's a, a byproduct of my schedule but i really haven't been watching anything at all i haven't been listening to podcasts it's like well, really i've just been reading and do and working <laughs> Right, right, right. And it's nice. I, I really enjoyed it because now I just talk to myself. <laughs> Good. <laughs> do, you guys, do you guys talk to yourselves ever? Well, not like a conversation, call and response, but more like. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> just I, me? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm an only child, so. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm alone in the house. I'll, I'll talk to myself. Mm. Mm -hmm. What's yeah. your sign, Will? What's my sign? Yes. Um, all right. I'll tell you. It's, uh, <laughs> it's Virgo. Yeah. Oh my God. You're both Virgo. <laughs> wow. Mm -hmm. And how is that going? Are you guys, are you guys 
you know how are you compromising you know, some, like, I don't like, know. It's, it's usually like like i think with like double virgo relationships it's it's either war or mm -hmm. heaven or yeah okay. it's like being on the same planet with somebody finally it's amazing that's, that's, that's oh so god. sweet yeah that's so beautiful Aww, oh my god that's so nice i think it's really it's really nice to hear like another like pair of people talk about how like they have long-winded conversations about these concepts because I do something similar with my husband like every weekends because we're like strangers in the night like working we'll have we'll like talk until 3 a.m about literally just air like random concepts and like hyperbole and it's very interesting because um when you have like a relationship with someone sometimes the dynamic the positive dynamic is fueled by uh the different essences that you feel behind language and I really like that about like all my relationships because language can only take you so far but I like the mm. friction of language because when somebody's like wait I don't have the same essence of this word as you do and then you ha it forces you to like really think about how should I describe longer this phrase or word i'm trying to say yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it kind of makes you like think about like your own like definitions of like words and language but i guess that's why i like theater and like film like chelsea was saying it's kind of almost about like affects a little bit and goes beyond kind of things that can be articulated and only articulated in essence or affects because yeah, I don't know. Well, you're speaking. You're speaking my language. Uh, mm -hmm. um, there's <laughs> like I, um, certainly with clowning and um, like you mentioned meditation before. Um, you know, there's like that. Um, there's that notion that that uh, that like Alan Watts puts so beautifully. Like reality escapes all concepts. You know. So mm -hmm. yeah so true I, and particularly like in the western world I, I i like i find that we're we're just we're so locked into concepts that we you know we can't distinguish concepts from reality and they're mm -hmm. just they're totally totally different things mm -hmm. actually I, reality yeah. is not a thing. that's that's yeah. like it's so it's so endemic in our our um cognition that, that yeah westerners that we we really have a hard time stepping into yeah it. like our own selfhood is literally a concept it yeah. makes you feel yeah. insane because you're like, wait, yeah. I'm not even. It's like it makes you feel like, am I me? <laughs> but that's know? what like, that's what Eckhart Tolle talks about in the power of now. He's like, sure, is the yeah, self yeah. that you're mm -hmm. is the self that you're identifying with your true self, you mm -hmm. know, or is it this construction that you've mm -hmm. you've created or that has been put on you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, so, do you feel like? because uh, I feel like most people are do you feel like most people are literally not connected and like even people who work out and like pra have like maybe a yoga practice I do like feel like most people are not in touch with their bodies in a way a clown or perhaps a thespian <laughs> is um just because of maybe sort of a homogeneity of um, maybe one concept of practice and understanding of what it means to be in your body well, I, I certainly think that um, I, I certainly think that disembodiment is is very rampant. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, I, 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 you know, I mentioned that that I 
hadn't like was not in my body at all when I when I was in my 20s. Um, mm-hmm. I was just like very, 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 very disembodied. Um, um, yeah, I, I think it is quite common. Yeah, mm-hmm. you must be right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think especially uh, something like that book, The Body Keeps the Score, like I think mm-hmm. it will talk to you if you don't listen, if you're not dropping in and checking in, feeling mm-hmm. it. I mean, it's, it's, it's near impossible to do that with the kinds of food that we eat and the way we spend our days and the lack of yeah. sleep and the stress and the anxiety. People escape from their bodies all the time. But I think if you can right. escape, it will call to you with some kind of disease yeah. or pain or ache mm-hmm. and louder and louder until you mm-hmm. try to yeah. come back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then going back to the movie, um, <laughs> he's like getting this call from this hypothetical i mean we think it's like a uh his psychologist therapist mm-hmm. sure yeah 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 um so do you is there kind of is it like going in a direction of like the how we constantly like like are pushing towards like taking medicine you know to to deal with our problems or, or manage you know things that we're, we're dealing with yeah, I, I I I don't know if that was specifically something I was I was highlighting on, but but certainly um, uh, you know certainly we do self medicate. Um, mm-hmm. I I think the the hot dogs probably point to that. Um, and, and the hot dog knows all. The hot, hot dog, dog knows all, right? And, <laughs> yeah, um, it's your north. It's it's the north star. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know like like relying on it's just it's just weird to me. everything's just just seems so weird and backwards to me like relying on yeah. like like people that have uh advanced college degrees uh that don't know me personally to tell me information about me mm-hmm. when i don't know like who i am right mm-hmm. it, yeah. right and then you and then you get this hyper self-awareness that's like yeah making that you don't even you know that you're like oh my god am i you know am i this thing am i that thing and mm-hmm. and then you're stressing yourself out and then eventually then you end up like on anxiety medication because you're so right and this and 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 you know you're in you're in the hamster wheel at that point yeah. um right yeah. well that's why i think we keep stressing embodiment because yeah. that's when you get like if you can get close to any kind of truth about yourself it i don't think it lies in concepts or ideas about yourself it lies mm-hmm. in what really is happening yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah and it's, it's and well thank you and um, <laughs> and another thing about uh these hot dogs from like, <laughs> esoteric side like we're, esoteric we're yeah <laughs> um boy someone should make a meme about that yeah, they really should. <laughs> um but like really fascinated by this idea that you can get enlightenment from and through anything anything and literally anything like the hot dog is is tech like especially that 250 hot dog my god mm-hmm. <laughs> it's loaded but but even like even the impulse like you can go down the impulse of like of of ignoring the desire to have the hot dog or the impulse to have the hot dog but either way you'll end up in the same place just one is more painful and one is more aligned with what your body like actually yeah. wants mm-hmm. sure 
Um, so that's that has a lot to do with yeah, like, pain's an interesting the, the pain. Like we we have I've been saying for a long time that uh, suffering is mandatory and pain is optional. And the other day, oh. well, I think you got that backwards. backwards. You got that backwards. Pain, you will always experience pain. You cannot avoid the sensation of pain. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's what addiction is, is is Mm -hmm. to avoid the sensation of pain. Right, And then- Go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead, you go ahead, you go ahead. (laughs) And then suffering is more like your circumstances. Right, which you choose. Which you choose. And you can view it as I am suffering or this is just stuff that's happening. Yeah. It's creating. Yeah, right, right. It's a, it's a sto- It's about like the stories we tell ourselves. Absolutely. Have you guys read the Palliative Society by Byung Chul Han? No. no. Should we take a note? What is it? Note. What is it called? The pal- the, the, the Palliative, palliative. Society. <laughs> I'm That's, a doctor. What's, yeah. what's up with that? So he like it was like written like kind of before. I, I can't remember after, before, after the or pandemic post, or yeah. during the pandemic, but he was like talking about this idea of like pain and how we try to avoid it and like how the pandemic be- kind of yeah. put us into this mindset of like constantly trying to survive and be in you know? palliative care. Like, oh, I see. Almost like we live lives as old people who are like in palliative care at the end of their life and we're not doing anything so true yeah Mm -hmm. oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's like anything you can do to like i mean definitely in a palliative palliative i don't i'm not a nurse or doctor but it's a that that kind of care is like specifically to avoid like pump you full of of, like end of life care like end of life kind of care with the anticipation that you will be dying but we're still gonna like care and make it comfy and cozy for you and try to like eliminate as much pain in that process Uh, um but that's for like you know the end of life and it seems like that period of like your time is perhaps our time in our society i guess is becoming like longer and longer I don't know, <laughs> but it is very interesting. Um, He's got some good ideas. People are so obsessed with like the apocalypse and everything now. Like it feels like everyone wants to be in a death cult. <laughs> yeah, like, that is strange. Why? Why is that? <laughs> Maybe because it would be easier to just be comfy and pain free for a while. Mm-hmm. It helps you feel like you're. It, like I don't know people like simultaneously are baiting death and avoiding it yeah and it's strange because yeah it would imply we know what happens at the end of life like life you know or there's some kind of uh you know pres- presumption or or like ego that like incentivizes mm, yeah. us to be like yeah like it would be better if I lived in an old person's home <laughs> you know um desire to because that would be easier than having to face down like a long term the long term consequences that would lead us towards an actual apocalypse or something yeah but do you think that like this concept works um sometimes backwardsly <laughs> like backwardsly because a lot of people i kind of have this problem where i'm like i'm gonna 
exacerbate and stretch out my suff- my suffering as much as possible and like embrace my pain so much because I'm I intellectually know that the pain must occur it's always going to be a constant in my life but I like almost welcome it to the point of coveting it um in a way that you know possibly is not either it's not healthy physically and it's not good for possibly the ego do you think that's like a this well, is that also a possibility? I don't know if this answers your question, but the but yeah. the, but the way <laughs> the way that um the way the way this was explained to me was like, look, um, there's two kinds of pain, right? Like mm-hmm. at the end of your life, at the end of mm-hmm. your life, there's two kinds of pain. One is the pain of discipline, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. One is the pain of regret. Okay, mm-hmm. so um. So true. Like what, you know, and the difference between those two is like the difference between an anvil and a feather, you know, mm-hmm. being the feather and, and regret being the anvil. So and, and the I, discipline in a sense, like discipline defined as a subordination to something else. No, I don't know. I don't think or... I don't think discipline is like choking. Oh. It, <laughs> no, no, no. We think of it like that way. You know, that it's sort of like, um, like Pink Floyd's The Wall comes to mm-hmm. mind or, mm-hmm. or like you know homer simpson strangling bart no but but yeah. I mean, you know like to, to be disciplined just means to be a learner you know it just it mm-hmm. just mm. to like submit yourself to whatever teachings life has for you yeah. that's what have yeah. self-respect and it's mm-hmm. self-respect comes yes. with that yeah absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's very almost sentimental because it's like there's a, a graciousness that comes with that you know, and there's like, and then there's a discovery that's like included yeah. in that too. Yeah, and and you and you, I like this word graciousness because yeah. it's it's like, it, it yeah, you 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 do feel a lot of gratitude because now mm-hmm. even your challenges are, um, yeah. you know, the hardships in your life turn into opportunities. Which mm-hmm. you, you know, and now you're going from strength to strength to strength, yes. and and you know you're starting to get off the wheel that way, and and that mm-hmm. actually. You know, Graciousness, I suppose, is another way of saying grace, which is like, mm-hmm. relax, you feel easy, you know, mm-hmm. you, you do things more effortlessly. Mm. All of that comes from discipline. Well, I wanted to talk about um, uh, the um, Buto um, inspirational figure, Kazuo Ono. Oh, incredible man. Incredible man. I just, I just learned about because I'm really into no theater. It's like, such a legendary form but i really am interested in uh buto uh japanese dance theater because to me it seems like it's very similar in like tableaus and gestures as no but it's very grounded it's more more like squatting and it's about specifically dark darkness and a lot of dark themes um and it's very kind of like pop, uh, contemplative and like very close to the ground. Like yeah, all the acting and all of the gestures are very like ground, ground, a lot of groundwork. Um, yeah. What is your relationship with the uh, Bhutto? Um, so when I took uh, movement classes back in Atlanta, they incorporated a lot of Bhutto. I honestly don't know 
a ton about it on its own. But I remember learning about Kazuona being very, very, very inspired and also mm-hmm. like, highly disturbed. But um, yeah, I love yeah. it. It's 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 I don't. It's unlike it's it's unlike anything you see in human nature almost. But it has mm-hmm. its moments. Like it feels more like I'm watching like a plant or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. very fluid in his movements, but also very controlled about it at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do you strike that balance? Yeah, I, feel like they, I they love have it. But there's something so precise about the fluidity, and I just love that balance. But the the reason I I passed him along uh, with Jeff Johnson as well is because, or Jeff is that his name? This is it. Yeah. yeah. Um, is uh, because I like even even something as like these these buto dancers completely paint themselves in white and do some create some horribly grotesque shapes but there's something just as playful and like lively Mm -hmm. and uh, hilarious Mm -hmm. to me about that as there is in the jeff johnson stuff and i feel like will and i are like always switching hands between are we gonna laugh at the darkness or are we gonna laugh at the at the light totally Mm -hmm. Yes, because there's a video that I saw about Ono where they called him like a saint, a Christian saint almost. And I think like there's something to that because I think, and you know, maybe a connection to like Zen Buddhism mm-hmm. um, of like just being very playful and fun, you know, with and having that kind of lightheartedness about yourself, you know, and not mm-hmm. taking yourself that seriously. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it really comes out in his work. And and he's adored by the public, mm-hmm. I think, for it, you know? Yeah, I mean, he, I think, like, the beautiful thing about movement, um, is, and very much so with Jeff Johnson, too, is, like, it touches upon something that we all can feel and sense that you don't necessarily have to put words to. It's another mm-hmm. kind of communication. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so momentary and so right there and we're feeling it there with you that like it creates a kind of release of like oh Ooh, oh. a new version of java is available <laughs> sorry our, our, oh, that's amazing like, good good news <laughs> can't wait to update yes. no, it's okay guys it's all right we're gonna get the update. java updates and it's all gonna be fine <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about the joy of movement. Mm-hmm. Movement and um, the oh, and the release that happens, like when, mm-hmm. like what you said, Maddie, when you break the expectation, but your the expectation is broken by like really being there first. Mm-hmm. Love like about the film we sent you so far is like there's these long, almost zen stretches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's just like this guy eating hot, hot dogs. But like, and I just, I love that contrast and it almost makes the release of like the cognitive dissonance Mm -hmm. of saw and then the hot dogs. It Uh, it makes you really, uh, it opens like this Pandora's box of like, oh, the possibilities. Like we always like talk about like everything's already been done before. Like society is literally, there's no such thing as original or, you know, like. Yeah. everything's a copy but it's like technically not really true back to like essence yeah back to the unadulterated voice like i don't know why mm. we would continue existing if there wasn't more to be 
seen and expressed. Exactly. Well, and that was what was so exciting about watching the Jeff Johnson piece because it was all rubble and construction and he was like putting together these found objects and trying to make them work for himself. And Anne Bogart talks a lot about that, that like theater artists or artists in general are kind of like construction workers in that sense. And that that's kind of the role that the theater artist needs to play um, and putting things back together mm-hmm. um, to give us something new to, to see, you know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, we, we're carpenters too, you know, we, we make things, <laughs> we make flats, we make uh, like Jesus, yeah, like Jesus, platforms, um, door, uh, you know, frames, tables, chairs. Sorry, we're, we're being dicks. Can you, can you say that again? Oh, no, I was just saying, we're, you know, we're carpenters, you know, we, we make platforms and things out of uh, wood and <laughs> rubble and um, dirt and disgusting things. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. This is an, interest, is an interesting thing. I I love it. I has said the other day, like on my Twitter or something, I'm like reading the Crucible at 4:30 a.m. at my disgusting, rubbly, uh, decrepit IKEA table, um, oh. and it's like I don't know. I I like I just like the the charm of the <laughs> of it because it is uh, more more of less value based and uh, more kind of I don't know analytical and contemplative (laughs) well and it kind of reminds us of like where we're going like we're decaying we're Mm -hmm. you know it reminds us of ultimate reality almost oh yeah I was in a I was at work um the other day and but I was working from home and I was giving a presentation and I like to make make it I like to bring out a like a little like influencer light or something make it look pretty for my clients you want to put on a show I like to put on I I'm an actress I like to put on a show and um I realized that um uh my laundry was hanging out in the background and you could and then once the meeting was over i went back in our company's thing that it recorded and i saw like my bra was like hanging in the background i just like had all of these little teeny tiny pieces of underwear that maybe nobody else would have noticed but me but i just thought that was the best um because it it truly i i was like oh yes of course like it's really a, it's a great uniter that in some fashion we're all sort of in a bunker somewhere together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're all but, um how do you, how do you make art like a baby? Oh, yeah. um Oh, this um how do you make art like a baby? Well, a baby doesn't really care how, what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so like, so, so I really, you know, like if I had, if I had my way, right. And I, and I like, I took the journey all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, it would, it would be to be able to be, to be able to be totally spontaneous and totally intentional mm-hmm. at the self time at the same time because when you're like when you're in that state you know you, you there's there's no there's no room to be self-conscious mm-hmm. it just comes out of you and you're and it's almost like you're not involved with it coming out of you you know it, it, it there's there's no there's no getting in the way of it so it's it's mm-hmm. it, yeah it's to, it's, to, it's to be able to like create from a, a place of from a place that that is just totally um disregarded Nat- yeah 
Yeah, it's just it's natural almost. It's like, oh, this is this is the reason why I'm like present and like here in the first place, and like whatever like uh, you know byproduct byproduct of me like comes out of that. I always say it it grows its own legs. Like everything just like that. grows yeah. its own Very legs. True. Like yeah. you can't a lot of stuff like that comes out of you you can't really control once it's separate from your body or your mind um once it's like out of you um it just grows its own legs and like starts doing its own thing and like it may have like this little tiny essence of you but it's like much bigger than you all together based on how other people but based on how other people perceive and everybody perceives perceives differently so that's um, of course, that's of course the real danger because yeah like that's that when you when you like and i'm not exempting myself from this i'm yeah. i'm like are people gonna just gonna think of me as the hot dog guy like what am i doing <laughs> uh, you know what i mean i don't want to be thought of this like that but yeah. but but also like you know we were just we were like in that little bay ridge yeah. airbnb and uh talking about this this idea that we had and then i just for some reason the word hot dog was there <laughs> i love that you know, and it, 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 yeah. it wasn't a question of oh is that good is that bad does it fit is it right is it wrong it's just like okay it's there so let's use it it was so mm -hmm. funny we were working from this like we we thought it was going to be so serious we thought it was going to be the, super the specter of the hot dog you know before hot dog even came up <laughs> oh yeah 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 He's eating a hot dog and i was like okay right, <laughs> right. Yeah. let's go with it so it's mm -hmm. a, I guess, uh, to, put, to put a point on it it's you know being able to create art as a baby is just about being open it's about being radically open yes. yeah mm -hmm. and, and yeah. Just what's going on yeah it, or as i like to say being down to clown well, like, I was gonna say it's very, very similar to like the clowning, clowning experience of totally, just like yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. this childlike wonder at the world, you know, and and dis and discovery. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one. So so what? So wonder is wonder is the really powerful energy, um, and it, it does it does open you up completely. But you know, sometimes children are in non-wonderful states. You know. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> And, and mm -hmm. like being open to those two. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you know, like. Because it ma makes you like sit with those. Like, uh, I always say like never underestimate the pregnant pause or the pregnant breath when you're like feeling something that's like the opposite of wonderful. Um, and you, the immediate knee jerk reaction is to be like, this is really not wonderful. Um, I was talking to my husband this morning, um, in the Chinese language, like the translation for bad, uh, in English is not good. Like, yeah, I, there's like this feeling where it's like, it's, it's not good. It's not good. But I don't know. I like to like have a breath and be like, this is bad, you know, yeah, and be in touch with that good just sitting with it and going this is what bad is it doesn't mm -hmm. not even about it not being like good it's mm -hmm. its own thing yeah yeah, yeah it's like ha it so, has and bears its own uniqueness and like right. those things should be honored for sure so how long did it take you to film the the movie we filmed in about three days yeah wow um, 
I think this is going to end up being 15 or 20 minutes. Yeah. We're mm -hmm. not really sure. Um, yeah. What do you, what do you guys edit on? Oh, iMovie. iMovie? Okay, cool. Be cheerful, guys. Yes, yes. Like, we're like, we're like... Oh, no. Well, I mean, I'm actually impressed because I'm literally just learning iMovie now. The last time I used it, I was like 14. Oh, yeah. um, but no, I just, I, I'm uh, so I'm so impressed with like technology is always updated. I'm like, I don't even know how to. Oh, no, no, no. We've, yeah. we've talked about like, all right, we're going to get chat GPT to do our next. Ooh. Like, I mean, like, like I'm totally, yeah. I mean, I have like, I have a programming background, right? So like, I'm, oh, I'm cool. like open to using all of the, uh, all of the artificial intelligence tools, but, but also. Luckily JavaScript just updated. So that's right. Oh, You've got yeah, the tools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. has updated. So <laughs> yeah. But then, like, in the same breath, it's, it's like, look, we have iPhones, we have, like, free video editing software with our MacBooks, like, mm -hmm. let's not spend more effort than we need to. Let's yeah. just do it. I know, because I always say, like, literally 12-year-olds are making, like, these very intricate, like, cap cut videos and using all of these apps, and mm. I'm like, oh, damn, like, I... I need to, I need to get on, I need to catch up. Like technology is like moving so fast and, um, yeah. Yeah. We have cool podcasts. Yeah. Well, at least yeah. We have, we have cool podcasts. <laughs> oh, but bless, bless you. I, uh, I was in a cab the other day and like this, uh, cab driver was like, Oh, what do you do? And I just said like, Oh, I work in tech. And he was like, that is, you are good. You are good. That is, you are, you that, are you've good. made, you've made a good choice. You've made a good choice okay, because, <laughs> yeah. Go. But have you guys seen Megan yet? No. No, but I actually, like, I hear it's good. It scares the crap out of me, but every uh, time I see that ad on the subway, I'm like, something inside my body is like, I have to see this. <laughs> I mean, it's about the excesses of technology. I, I, it's but it's fun. very campy and very fun. I loved it. Yeah, but was it scary? That's the question. Um, no, not really. Yeah. I, mean, I thought it was very funny. Oh, that's fun. good. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of clowning going on in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've seen the weird dancing in the subway. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So yes. <laughs> yeah. Jeffing. Yeah. A little, little bit of Jeffology. A little bit of Jeffology. <laughs> clowning is actually a very like. In a high, in high demand profession because of the labor mm -hmm. shortage that's you know going on. Uh, we are living in a deficit of clowns. I have a friend who's like a prof actual professional trained clown, and okay. he makes so he makes a lot of money. And like that, there's just always you if you look for the gigs, you will find because and people don't even we need to manufacture more consent for clowns because you know there's just so um there's just a there's a labor shortage well and what do you what do you guys think of the whole like meme of like oh i'm i'm a clown i'm just a court jester you know oh like, yeah yeah the meme where i was like the little meme where people are like uh drawing on their faces and they're like me when i'd make this choice in my life and they're like drawing on yeah what do you guys think of that with all of us. it's yeah that's true that's true um i i, I mean memes memes are like a, a memes are interesting right you know they're they're mm -hmm. like they're definitely absorbing like archetypal energy and mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah urgency, mm -hmm. you know? yeah um yeah. Mm -hmm. i think it's great that people are talking about that kind of thing mm -hmm. um 
it's not really a you know it's like it's an energy that that is is um not really accepted in um polite society so yeah it's not surprising that's true yeah yeah they're not invoking the archetype as it's as it's i don't know meant to be yeah we could we could brand ourselves as like people who know when someone is truly tapping into an archetype (laughs) versus when they're not yeah let's (laughs) you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like yeah no no that's not doing it you're not doing you're not doing it right You're like, let me show you how to really do it. Yeah. Actually. Because clowns are the greatest truth tellers. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. Yeah, they, they... are. Mm-hmm, that's true. Um, yeah, they are. Do you remember when like, uh, it was like several Halloweens ago, there was this weird uh, domino effect of people dressing up as clowns and like committing like petty crimes. It was during the election. Like, we started yeah. school foundry. Oh, oh okay. Were you were you one of those clowns? Uh, everyone thought we were, and we had to, like we had that to timing to like spend money to come do our thing, and that they were not going to get murdered. Wow. Um, wow. So, you know. Damn. <laughs> that was that, a that was, that was a clown. Yeah, respect. That was a bad time for the clown community. <laughs> Dark time. We had to go through it, guys. Yeah. Like, when you were doing clown like school um did you ever do the exercise where you have to like sing a song and everybody like has to like stand really close to you as you're singing it i did that one in theater school i didn't do that one in clown school i okay because like that no go on josh sorry well because i i mean i've never of course i've never taken a clown class but like i i have friends who have and they told told me about it and they said it was like the most terrifying thing that they've ever done but like it was the most like life-changing for them yeah mm-hmm. to be that vulnerable with people like you know singing you know singing a song yeah. that, and it's usually off key and they're right there in your face so mm-hmm. my my favorite if i can share a quote with you of course please uh, it's this is from um hold on not daniel craig not <laughs> but uh what's his name I don't, what's remember that quote? book that i gave you which one? Uh, uh, it's called On Singing on Stage. Oh, yeah. What's his name? Oh, Do you remember? I don't remember. Anyway, I, I'm not oh, super talented with names, but um, yeah, he. But this guy was, uh, uh, his last name is Craig. If anyone listening is into like musical theater and you don't know who this guy is, look mm-hmm. up the book. It's called uh, On Singing on Stage. And he's also got one called A Performer Prepares. But, but in any case, um, <laughs> he's got this great, it's a book about musical theater. So he's got a great quote in there and it says, um, a singer has to forgive themselves for being human. Mm. Right? Like, so, you know, your voice is like who you are. Yeah. In a, in a, in a really embodied way. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah I, could, I could imagine the, that exercise. Well, in the musical theater community, there's just such this otherworldly, ungodly, high demand to reach the highest heights, mm-hmm. to have perfect pitch, to bear the ability to match pitch at all times in your sleep, 24-7. And the new um, material that's like being written are like written for non-human people um like women are just truly like stretching themselves physically to the point of like uh injury um and i'm like 
wow, this, and I, I think it's like creates this uh, environment where like there's this expectation to be like and sound like a auto tune perfect robot all the time. And mm. um, I love texture in singers' voices, and I love mm-hmm. those small little riff, like teeny tiny like um, like contours and riffs in somebody's texture. I prefer the texture usually over pitch. I don't know if that makes sense, but I mean, I, I like this. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'll say about that. Um, I, I think whether it's like you, you know, you know, like um, a lot, like a lot of people, especially when they're first learning music or like first learning mm-hmm. how to. Sing, there, there's a there's a deep desire there's a and it's um it's very relatable and it's like go you uh to like <laughs> express yourself vocally yeah as, as possible mm-hmm. right and then and then you know we have to say like okay hold on like slow your roll let's like let's learn some technique let's learn some mm-hmm. fundamentals yeah. let's, let's let's get you up to a point where you have some technique that you can rely on and and people um a lot of times encounter that resistance because it because the voice is so personal to the human being mm-hmm. it almost reads as oh i'm not good enough mm. and like, that's not what it's about it's it's yeah. about it's about having respect for singing right mm-hmm. um but then on the other side you know then you, you you do have um you know the state of broadway as it is where it's like no 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 you have to be perfect <laughs> literally yeah because well, it's so it's so expensive to buy a ticket that it's people so feel yeah to produce it's mm-hmm. expensive to buy a ticket um mm-hmm. and that's not respect for singing either mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's true it's like this yeah and then also it's in the middle it's about taste and even if you are like the most insanely incredible beautiful uh, most talented technically singer um, people still don't like you because someone else has a cooler voice than you or a more blank voice or you know, anything. What is uh, talking about? Okay. Yeah. Or like a more indie voice or more pop voice or more rock voice, like things it's, like that. It's so. gotta be you. you like, yeah. You, like at some point you gotta like, that's the thing. Yeah, you let, gotta... let it rip. Just let it, let it rip. Yeah. I had a clown class once where like the exercise was to go through and interact with objects and talk about them, but in gibberish and not, and you're not allowed to repeat patterns of gibberish. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And you're not allowed to just like make sounds. You're That's just, it's the best. You literally yeah. just have to speak it, and just just have to speak no like actual le- like legible words or recognizable words you just have to speak and you're not allowed to repeat any sound like that's I don't know, like that's just because it, it, it gets yeah. you out of, um it gets you out of like the tiny box that our concepts put us in yeah and then i wonder like oh does that sound like what a non-english speaker thinks english sounds like i always wonder because everybody just like rests in their natural when you do that you kind of realize like oh i'm still speaking in my natural place in my instrument when i speak my language um but no words are coming out 
and it's very strange sensation because it's like, oh, I'm using my natural speaking voice, but I'm not using my natural uh, speech patterns. You know, like it's your, very strange. Like your inflection persists even though you're speaking gibberish. Is that what? Yeah, you're like the uh, inflection, the like vibrations, the vocal placement still exists. I'm just not saying any um, recognizable words, and it's interesting because like the pet almost like a pattern of uh, vocal reaction and things like that. The only thing that's missing are the the words, the language part is very funny. Cool. Yeah. I like that but, a lot. I'm going to use that. Yeah. Um, and I, well, my husband and I do this all the time. We, I love the Simlish language. Um, we, I love using the simlish language to <laughs> describe anything yeah <laughs> it's so innocent no oh she loves it she loves it yeah played it far too much as a child like years are lost talk about being sims. disembodied yeah, Just like yeah. Sims, playing right? fake people for hours <laughs> yeah who does that playing fake people like but in a computer <laughs> yeah <laughs> in my body at all. i always i always like use it when i'm like mad about something i will start what? speaking simlish <laughs> like, what does simlish sound like what does that sound like yeah, can we get oh. some yes get some yeah well I'll, I'll actually um i'll uh i'll definitely paste some in for sure army <laughs> batar Glory. Hi, oh. Maddie and Chelsea, did you guys have a conversation it's in some like, ways? <laughs> it's like it's, it's like what I'll pass it back because I don't really I, I didn't really play I the Sims. I haven't played it in so long. But I can copy what you're doing. You start Maddie, yeah, I'll yeah, see yeah, if I can. Okay, the one I think I used it's like Wabana Shinibu or whatever, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's like well it, yeah, Wolabo. <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> it's like what? No, yeah, it's like Wabashinudu. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, there, there's like repeated. There are like the there's like a canon of Simlish, definitely. I love there are those. It's like oh, it's like Wabashinudu, Shinibu, or whatever. <laughs> it's so weird, so strange. I never the played The Sims, so I feel I you got to get on that. I felt robbed as a as a child. Yeah, but. it's okay. Um, well, with that said, do you guys have anything coming up or anything you're working on? Um, music, even we do. We do have uh, we do have an immersive uh, film screening where we're gonna film. There's not or screen. There's something wrong with you, um, and. Uh, some other films that have to do with the self and the name uh, of our event is Eros Awakens. And, oh, okay. and Eros Awakens, um, instead, of, it's in February, right? So instead of going uh, out on a Valentine's date with your Valentine, uh, we're asking you to find the Valentine within. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, go on a date with your true self. Yes. You know, like how Emma Watson like married herself, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah that's what i would do in school we had um i forget the author artist dates you know oh um, yeah oh, oh julia cameron right yes mm -hmm. yeah. the artist dates and the uh tips that you read and um i really like that that's yeah, gonna be on, very cool it's, on, uh, it's gonna be either february 10th or february 11th we're still locking down a date cool. uh, are you guys 
Are you guys nervous about launching like a new project? Are we nervous about launching a new? I mean, certainly there's a kind of um, there's an there's an anticipation and an excitement. Yeah, I think there's more um, excitement than nerves. Like we feel like we're getting just we're walking through a portal, creating more time, and more all the time, all the time, yeah, yeah, expanding yeah. more and more, and every single time. <laughs> okay, ready? You want to go? Let's go. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing it with ease, but but it is it is a it is a major energetic like. Yeah, it's a huge shift. Process. But we all were so game. Yeah, yeah. It's like walking. For me, it's like walking through the office and trying to get away with farting and like sort of covering it with like your footsteps, but like it has to happen, like has to like leave your body. It's like. I'm just gonna move in tandem. I'm gonna make this in tandem with my walking, and I'm moving through space. That's like, literally all I'm doing. Shit. I'm just walking. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like very like, you know, it's, it's a little sideways. Like I just dropped. <laughs> it's like just dropped a little note for everybody. <laughs> oh my god, that is literally that has happened to me before, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, that is true. Like that is just truly how I go about the world so it's my yeah it's in our nature do you want to say more about the immersive part of the event yeah right so um the immersive part of the event is uh (laughs) there will there will be uh there will be valentine's cards uh hidden throughout the venue and each of them will have a spiritual quest uh that you as a guest can then go on which will lead you into the next room where there might be a film screening but there also might be a costume closet or there might be a sound bath right you don't know um but but if you want to watch the movie you do actually have to work at the event (laughs) go see it we're not gonna we're not gonna guide you to your chair that's not what we're doing (laughs) like you gotta find your own way man yeah 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 yeah. oh wow i love that because sometimes you'll go to experimental immersive events but there's it's kind of like false advertising because no one's immersing themselves (laughs) yeah 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 like Like, i'm like yeah i'm like everyone start immersing you know um (laughs) but that's speaker hello (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah but no that honestly sounds really cool and also it's like you're paying or you know going to something to everybody wants a quest you know everyone (laughs) wants an assignment you know um that, everybody needs a journey everyone needs a journey everybody does need a journey yeah and like people uh people need like everyone likes to like have a job to do um so it sounds very satisfying yeah, happy yeah, yeah. to be put to work yeah. yeah yeah so do you think that esoteric esoteric art and ideas are gonna like have a big are gonna be big this year i do in 2023 yeah, i do yeah, too yeah, yeah. i um I, I think it's yeah. I think it's a time. I mean, the the I think there's there's good statistical evidence that the fastest growing religion in America is witchcraft. Right. I uh, I would I definitely believe that for sure. Mm-hmm. Please don't quote me as saying witchcraft is a religion, but, but um, yeah, the results of someone else's poll. Yeah, um, that yeah. absolutely checks out. What what kind of spiritual quest will people get or do they have to find out? They have to go to it might, you know, it, it might be something like um 
you know, o- open open your throat chakra, go sing your song, mm. like three friends or, you know, something like that. Um, we, we, we want to help people shift their energy and kind of um, expand their perception. I'm not here to tell anyone what to think or what to yeah, do, no, no, but, no. but just having open. people just like operating in a, in a wider energetic channel is... Mind, yeah, yeah mind expansion you know is the vibe yeah without drugs you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah 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 and not necessarily without. sending you down any particular direction just opening up the field of vision so it's more yeah like yeah. Op- yeah. opening the door op- kicking open the window open open your heart as open madonna your says yeah <laughs> Okay. Yeah. yeah. All, right. All, right. All right. We're taking notes. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, yes. Um, well, excellent. Well, um, where can we find you guys? And in the meantime, I'll be following hot dog selectuals. Right, but yeah. Where can we find you sp- specifically? By hot right. dog selectuals. We, we highly recommend you. Abs- absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to follow us personally, uh, you can follow me at, at Chelsea Christopher. It's spelled weird. Can right? I try to spell? I'm gonna try. All right, okay, all right go here ahead. We go. Here we go. Uh, Christopher. Sometimes, yes. Um, Sometimes it gets C R I S T O. Yep. Keep going. F F O R. Beautiful. You did. Wow. Good job. Stars across the board. <laughs> it means offering yeah it means offering and then you can find you can find me at will turner sanders on instagram hell yeah beautiful thank you guys for being here well this is lovely um have yes um have a great and then will you be um releasing a, a a link or is there a place where people can um rsvp <laughs> right yeah that will be we, out soon. uh that'll okay. be out soon. um tba probably by the end of this week yeah 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 mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll screen the film there and then that's that's the um first of many that's the first of many yeah 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 so and in the middle of february you should be able to uh get get the film Somewhere. on your local streaming station <laughs> on a device of some sort <laughs> cool coming to a streaming device near you yeah <laughs> cool well we're excited about yes it. i'm stoked um yeah thank you guys so much for your time this is excellent totally thank cool. you so much. yes um well i i have to um be in my body as well and i will yes. i will i will go but yeah uh, josh has to go to sleep as well um and we both need to we both need to take showers and i'm not wearing pants so um have a great uh have a great rest of your night guys and scene